Okay, Devir Hayamim Aleph, Perek Yutes, 19, and uh, we continue from the last Perek where David HaMelech uh, is not going to build the base of Megdash, so he's doing everything he can uh, to get everything ready, and that is means to fight the wars, to fight the wars uh, that have to be fought in order to create Shalom so that his son Shlomo would be able to build the base of Megdash. So he started fighting a couple of uh, enemies last time. In the last parak, the Plishtim and um, Aram... And, uh, and others. And in this parak, <laughs> we continue, uh, but it starts with, again, this parak is parallel to Shmuel Bey's parak Yud. Parak Yud. So what happens in this parak? Uh, the king of Ammon dies. His son takes over. And David, um, for reasons that we will talk about, wants to uh, do Nichem Avelim uh, to the son of of uh, Nachash, because Nachash had done something nice for him, so he sends uh, messengers. The advisors of the new king Hanun um, think that David is trying to do something uh, uh, militarily and trying to spy, and they say, he's, he, why would he do this? So uh, what do they do? They say, send him back and get him out of here. So what do they do? He shaved their, shaves their heads and cuts their clothing in half, sends them away in a very embarrassed state. David Melech hears about it, and uh, he's ready to attack, right? Uh, what happened? Uh, Amon totally misread his gesture, and he starts attacking them. Amon, which is a very weak army, realizes that they're totally outnumbered, so they go and hire uh, Aram. They try, try to hire Aram to, uh, <laughs> to help them out, uh, and so the B'nai Amon and Aram go, and uh, they're surround, they surround Klai Yisrael, they surround Yoav, uh, and Yoav looks both ways, he splits up the army, he sends half of it in, in, uh, with his, son, his brother Abishai, and half of it he takes, and they go and they overcome the armies of Aram, Aram is, <laughs> is defeated, Aram goes away, and Aram says, we're, never, we're never, never helping Amun anymore, and Amun tries again, and again they're defeated, and uh, Yoav goes back to Yushalayim. And the next parak we'll see the total decimation of, uh, of Amun, but here they are pushed back. That is the parak as we continue these wars uh, of David HaMelech. Just one source uh, that I wanted to mention last time that I uh, that didn't get to, again, the whole idea of setting up the um, building up for the future, and my actions today are there so that my children and my grandchildren can benefit, which is what David Melch is doing. He's getting everything ready for um, the base Hamigdash. So that's the the line in the Gemara in Tainas and Avchafalov, the beautiful line where the Gemara talks about um, the sleep of Chonia Ma'agel, that he sleeps for uh, so many, um, the Chav uh, Gimel, not Chav Aleph, not Chav Gimel, where he sleeps for uh, 70 years, because right, he wanted to know shot of a Pasuk, so he asks HaKadosh Baruch what does it mean, can you sleep for 70 years? So Hashem makes him sleep for 70 years. And what happens when he wakes up? He sees, before he went to sleep, he had seen um, somebody planting, let's read the, uh, the line, um... He sees an old man that was planting a carob tree. How long does it take this carob tree to bear fruit? He says, 70 years. So Achonia Ma'agel says to the old man, who's unnamed, one of the most the wisest lines in all of Shas is anonymous. You think you're going to live 70 years? Why are you planting this? It's not going to get fruit for 70 years. He says, that man answers, Hi Gavra. Alma Becharuva Ashkachte. When I was born, there were carob trees, full ripe carob trees waiting for me. Kihechi de Shasli Avasi, like my grandparents planted for me, 
So I have, when I was born, Shasli Nami Lebrai, so I'm planting for my, my children and my grandchildren, right? That's the, 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 the generations. And then later on in the world, when he wakes up, uh, Chonimagal sees somebody, uh, taking fruit, so he says, Atu de Shatalte, de Shatalte, did you plant it? I'm really Barbrana. No, I'm, I'm the grandfather, I'm the grandson of the one who planted, and that's how Chonimagal knew that he had slept for 70, for 70 years. That's what David Melch is doing in all these prokim. He's laying the groundwork. He's planting the carob trees for his son. So, so after uh, the battles that uh, that took place, the king of Ammon, Nachash, dies. We first had met Nachash way back in Shmuel Aleph, in Perak Yud Aleph. Remember there, that's where, right at the beginning of the time of Shaul HaMelech, uh, uh, Nachash, who was no tzaddik, uh, he goes and he threatens the people of Yavish Gilad, who, if I remember, they were the ones that got his body at the end because of what he had done for them. They go to, uh, um, he threatens Yavish Gilad, and the Yavish Gilad said, people say, right, I'm reading now from Shmuel Aleph, we'll, we'll be your servants. Um, if I knock out your right eye, if I take out your right eye, then I'll agree that you'll serve me. So you'll be very embarrassed. Give us seven days. We'll go send around Klai Yisrael if there is a Moshiach. And Shaul hears about it, and he gets extremely angry. And he says, what's going on here? gets angry, and he eventually um, goes, and he takes care of Nachash, the king of Ammon, who seemingly wasn't such a strong threat. But that's the first time. Uh, but then, as we'll see in a minute, um, he wasn't such a great uh, king for the, related to the Jews, but he did one act. But the king of Nachash died, and his son takes over. Because his father Nachash did chesed for me. And therefore, he sends him, sends him tarchum and comfort messengers. So they come, they come. What chesed? So here it is, the book of the Mepharish. The Mepharish here quotes that when David Amelech was running from Shoal, he deposited, he sent his family uh, to the land of Moab. He figured Rus is from Moab, so they'll take care of his family. But that did not happen. Moab uh, murdered all of David's family except for one. One brother of David, Elihu, uh, who ran away to B'nai Ammon, and Nachash protected him. Did he protect him because he was scared of David? For whatever reason, he protected him. So because he protected his one brother, that's the one act that David is referring to here. Ki asa chesed. And David therefore send these messengers and they come to B'nai Ammon. Vayomru sarei B'nai Ammon lachanun. So the princes and the ministers say to Chanun, you think David's telling the truth? Hamachabe David asavicha be'inecha. You think David is giving honor to your father? Kishalach lacham enachamim. No. Halo bavur lachkor v'lafok l'ragel aretz. He's coming to search and and uh, go under and uh, and spy. Why would they think that? So maybe they were just paranoid. And some say, like the Gemara in Mesechus Kedushin, if anybody thinks something of, of, of uh, the other, they'll say that person thinks of it of them. I remember there's a Rashi in uh, Dvarim also about um, um, projection. Right? The B'nai Yisrael said, Hashem hates us. 
No, really, they hated Hashem, and therefore they said Hashem hates us. Madibili be'arachmach, madibili be'alach. Rashi quotes. They are in, uh, in Parshas Dvar. So here maybe they said that, but Rashi, the Mafarish here, quotes what others uh, say as well, and the Radak quotes this also uh, elsewhere. You know what it says in their Torah? This is what the minister said to the king. It says about us. Amon and Moab, it says in Kiseitse, Lo Sidra Shlomo Vitobasam. It says in their Torah, they're not allowed to be nice to us. They're not allowed to be, make shalom with us. Visavar ata, Sheminiach Mitzvah Elokav, Ubalidrosh Shlomcha, Vilachvod Vavicha, Shlach Lacham and Achamim. You think he's going to have more covet for you than he has for his Torah? Of course not. This is definitely a trick. This is definitely a trick. That's what they told him. The Medrash, the Medrash says, the David made a mistake here. Right? David was not perfect. His father Yishai was perfect, but David was not perfect. Right? The Medrash says in uh, Dvarim, in Bamidbar Rabbah, Bamidbar Rabbah, Pashas Pinchas, Chaf Aleph Hey, that this was a mistake. This was a mistake by David Amelech. Armal HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Atat Tavar Al Dvarai, I wrote, don't make peace, right? These are nations that, that were wicked inherently in terms of their midos. As it says in Kohelis. Don't be such a tzaddik. Rechazal used that also. We'll see in another place. Don't be mevater. It's going to lead to bizayon, bizionos. You're nice to him, it's going to do the opposite to you. And of course, he sent them back with a half a beard and half of clothing. And it's going to lead to war. Don't try to outsmart God. Misplaced. Chesed. That's what the Radak says. Also, the Radak quotes this in in uh, in Shmuel Beis, where uh, this comes up. Um, exactly what the Medrash says. Migram Lodavid Shabikesh Lasatov Mishamar Gosh Brachal Lo Sidrosh Al Titzah Dekarbe Shelo Yehada Mevater Al Torah. The the uh, Radak there summarizes the the uh, the Medrash. Right. This comes up also in Yuma. Remember the Gemara in Yuma about about Shal Hamelach. Hashem says to Shal, wipe out Amalek, wipe out Amalek. Right. Some people say some of our enemies be nice to them. Some of the uh, the ones who were nice to the uh, Arabs in Aza. And look what happens. Look what happens. Right. So what happens here? Yuma Chabez says the uh, Gemara. Right. Shalom You're so nice. If you're nice, if you're nice to the people that you're supposed to be achzar to, you're going to end up being achzar to the people you do supposed to do chesed with. Right. Shalom massacred Nov after he was nice to the. Amalekites. Vimadam chata my chata. So, so the uh, let's read the uh, the Gemara. Bayar benachal. Amar bani al iske nachal. B'shasha amalek on the sparkle show. When Hashem says to show, leich vihi says amalek. Amar Shaul starts reasoning with himself. Uma nefesh achas. Amr Torah have eglarufa. If there's one anonymous corpse found, you have to bring an eglarufa and do this whole ceremony. Call an afashos halalu. All of these souls that Hashem asked me to kill. Achas kam v'kama. Vimadam chata. Vehima machata. Vim gedola to kill the animals. Vim gedolam chatu ketanim machatu. Yatsa basko v'yamrlo al tehit sadik arve. Don't be such a great sadik. Same lashon that the medrash used. Ubishas sharmalo shaul doeg sovato v'gab koanim. When Shaul told doeg to wipe out the city of koanim, yatsa basko v'yamrlo al tir sharbe. Al tir sharbe. Right. That's what happens. Sofo sof is mochiach al al tchilasos. That is all. Uh, the medrash fault. So so what was David thinking? David knew the pasuk. Right, so this is what he did wrong. Dovin knew the Pasik. So some say that maybe Hakaras Hatov is different. One answer. It, maybe it wasn't exactly different because he wasn't even giving Hakaras Hatov to Nachash, it was to the son Chanun. But maybe he thought Hakaras Hatov was different. The Medrash assumes it was a mistake. Others say maybe the only Isra is Bishas Melchama. Bishas Shalom, but just a personal favor. 
right? So that's that's uh, not a that's not an issue, right? Some remember Daik that from the Rambam and Hilchos Malachim. Rambam Hilchos Malachim says you're not allowed to ask for Shalom. You're not allowed to ask Amon and Moaf to make Shalom. But if they make Shalom with you first, Vafapi Shein Shalom Bishlomam Imishlimu Me'atzvam Tchilu Makabel Me'osan. So maybe that's also reflecting that if it's peacetime. If it's peacetime, then there's no issue. Peacetime, there's no issue. The Mechaz Chenov talks about this also in the, uh, in the Isser. Um, and the Briska Rav talks about it on that Rambam in Vav Vav. But uh, we'll leave that for now. So again, the Sari B'nai Amun say to Hanun, what do you think? It's all a trick. It's all a trick. So what does he do? He shaves them. So here it just says he shaves them. In Shmuel Beis, it says he shaved half their beard. Half their beard. And he cut all of their clothing all the way ad ha-mifsa'a. So in uh, Shmuel Beis, it says it means to their to their makom uh, erva, and therefore it was very embarrassing. He cut their clothing in half. He could shave them in half. And he sent them away. He sent them away. What kind of crazy uh, uh, mishpat is this? The Barbanel said there that maybe he believed David partly, and he believed the Zakanim and the Sarim partly. So he did half and half. Half and half. It sounds like an Achashverosh type of move. David David finds out about what happened. He sends to them. They were very embarrassed. They were very embarrassed. Just stay in Yericho. Yericho was not a popular place. Not too many people there, so it'll be less embarrassed. Until everything grows back. Right, it's clear, right, the Radak says there, why didn't he just shave the other half of their beard? Right, just shave the other, give him clothes and shave the other half of their beard. It must be, says the Radak there in Shmuel Beis, it would have been more embarrassing not to have any beard, because everybody had beards. That would have been more embarrassing. Says the Radak, wasn't their minug. Doesn't say it's aser, right? Doesn't say it's aser, but it's a big, big, big sugya about beard trimming. Right, the minug goes to shave to, to leave the. But it wasn't the minute wasn't to shave, was to not shave anything. Maybe the mustache. Elam came from Tsar the Evel. Right? It was very embarrassing. So that's why they went and David set them in a private place to be able to have it grow back. So by year B'nai Amon, the B'nai Amon realized their mistake when they hear that David and Melech is, is getting ready to fight. Ki his ba'ashu. Ba'ash means like embarrassed. The Mesudas David says, His evu, they became abominable at that Tzman Be'enei David. Not like a, like a putrid item. So they became putrid. So what they do? They hired out an army to help them. From Aram. Aram was no friend of the Malchus based David. But Aram Narayim and Aram Macha, all the different Arams that were there up north by Syria. Macha Umitsova, Rechevu Parashim. Vayiskru Lahem Shnaim, which Loshim El, 32,000. Rechev chariots, as Melach Macha, as Amo, and the king came. Vayevova Yachnu, Lefne Meidva, they came down, and they say by Meidva, which they say might be near Amman, Jordan. Uvne Amo, Nesfu, Me'arehem, Vayavola Melchama, they came to war. Vayishma David, David hears that they're getting ready for battle because they were preempting when David's Vayishlach is Yoav, and he sends his Sartsava, he sends his chief of staff, Vayeskoltsva Giborim, Vayetsu Bnei Amon, Amon came out, Vayarchu Melchama Pesachair. So Amon came out, the ones that started this whole thing, right? Amon came out, and they were at the gateway of the city. And the kings that they hired, right, Aram, were on the other side. So Yoav sees he's surrounded. Front and back, so he's got to split up. So he took the best fighters, 
and he was going to go to fight Aram, the larger army, and he sends his brother, and the rest of them he says in the hand of Avshai, and they go to Amon. So he's going to Aram, they're going to Amon. The Rashi, the Mafarish here says, why does it say Avshai? We've had this before. Why does it say Avishai? Right? In the, in Shmuel Beis, he's Aleph, Vez, Yud, Shin, Yud. Right? So why is it Avshai? So the Mafari says, it's covered for David. It's covered for David. Like we have so many things in Divrei Yamim, covered for David. Why? Remember, Avishai and Yoav were nephews of David, right? Their mother was Tsruya, which was a sister of David. So Avishai is basically saying like, my father's, my grandfather's Yishai, Avi Yishai. Like David was David ben Yishai. So Avishai will be like, Avi Yishai. So he's kind of, kind of being on equal footing with David. We don't want that. So it's just Avshai. If it would say Avishai, Gamani Chashiv Kedavid, Ki Avi, Hu Yishai. Lakach, Vachala Sefer Azeh Avshai. Or Vachala Sefer Shmuel Avishai, because that's where it says the real name. But this Sefer, as we know, remember, was written for Kavit of David, so therefore um, it doesn't say the Yud. Okay. But Yomer, Yomer, and Pasuk Yud Beis, and Yoav says to his brother, Im Tachzak Mimani Arav Avita Lid Lishua, Vibre Amon Yechasku Mimchavoshaticha. Right? We'll save each other. We'll cover each other. And then he says, a pasuk that's similar also, brought in uh, Shmuel Beis there, Chazak v'nitchazka ba'adamenu, be strong for our nation, u'va'adarelokeinu, and for the cities of God, v'ashem atov be'inav yaseh. Let's be strong, and Hashem will decide what's going to be. Right, the Gemara in Brachas, Daflamid Beis, so some of you remember, that uh, quotes this pasuk in the Sugya of Dalash Yitzrich and Chizuk. Four things the Gemara says in Brachas, Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis, it's the heart of the, of, uh, of Brachas, Lamed Beis. The heart. Tanra Bana Baratrikan Chizak Velohain Torah Maisim Tovim Tfilo Vaderachertz. Four things need Chizak. Right? What is what is uh Derecheretz here? So Rashi says it has to do with uh whatever your profession is. If you're a doctor, being a doctor. If you're a merchant, a merchant. If you're an Ishmael Chama, Milchama. Right, that's the example. The pasuk that's quoted is for an Ishmachama. So be strong, whatever you're doing. So and have Chizak. So that's why it quotes a pasuk for each one. How do you know Torah? Maisim Tovim Minayin Shneimar Rach Chazak VeEmats Maod Lishmar Lasos is called a Torah Chazak BeTorah VeAmets BeMaisim Tovim Tfila That's the pasuk in what we call a David Kavel Hashem Chazak VeMaisim Becha VeKavel Hashem Keep Hoping Derech Eretz Minayin Shneimar Chazak VeNitchazek Baad Amenu Uviad Ariel Okenu That's the pasuk Chazak is a double chizik Be strong in a battle Uvnei Amon Raos So once this happened the Bnei Amon saw Ki Nasaram Amon saw that their big fat army that they hired was being defeated. So So they ran away also. Uh, I'm sorry, I skipped a pasuk. Pasuk Yudalit. goes. And Aram runs away. Not clear in the pasuk. Why did Aram run away? The Tanchum and Vayetzi says it was a type of earthquake. A type of earthquake, uh, and they were scared. So Aram runs away. That's the big strong army. Amon sees that they run away. Uvene Amon Rokinas Aram, Vayanusa Gamheim. So they ran away. They came back to the city. So Amon ran away, and Yoav didn't think that he has to go defeat them now. There'll be enough time next summer to defeat them, as we'll read in the in the next parak. But meanwhile, Yoav goes back to Yushalayim. Vayar Aram ki nigfu lefnei Yisrael. When Aram saw that they were defeated, they started uh, getting together again. So Amon, they're in the back, 
and they're they're gone for now. But Aram was defeated, and they were hired, but they're they're upset. So what did they do? They start uh, another counter uh, battle. The Shofech Sarat Sava Hadad Ezra Lefnehem. They have Shofach, who is the uh, um, a general in the army. He was called Shofach. Mafari says because he was always Shofech Damim. A lot of uh, murder he did. That's why his name was Shofach. David hears about that they're getting ready for battle. Again, he goes to battle against them. And Aram runs away. David killed thousands, thousands, 47,000 soldiers. And also including Shofach, Sarat, Sava, Himis. And that was it for Aram. Aram says, we've had enough. We're not going to help you anymore. And therefore, they left. So Aram is done. And though we had the Plishtim in the previous parak, and... Um, Amon, Amon is still around, so we'll have to see how they, um, what happens to them in the next parak when we finish this discussion of the battles of David Hamelach. Okay, we'll stop here. Parak Yud Tes.